think about how delicately you hold your baby, you dress your baby, and you feed your baby. We do that because they're adorable, of course, but also because their skin is delicate. Know this. There is only one diaper brand that we recommend to give you the gentle protective care your little one needs. And that's Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Their Swaddler's diaper absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin dry, healthy, and beautiful. And when you use Swaddler's in tandem with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, you'll keep your baby's skin healthy. The wipes are made from 100% plant-based cloth, and you won't have to worry about tearing. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. That's right. So download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Okay, so you know I love good wordplay. And Third Love is crushing their wordplay here. When you have a bra that pinches or slips or just isn't comfortable at all or is comfortable but isn't your style, you've got problems. <laughs> How excited was Third Love when they thought of problems? Well done, Third Love. I see you. When you wear Third Love bras, you've got no problems. They fix the problem of size exclusivity with their famous half cup sizes that revolutionized the industry by giving more options to find a bra that fits. And they fixed the problem of guessing what bra will fit you with their virtual fitting room and other helpful guides. A bra size chart, a bra 101 education section that's basically an FAQ for all your burning questions, and a ton of great reviews from real people. My sister just texted me, 99 problems. But pinching <laughs> isn't one. It's time to get your problem solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. Welcome to We Can Do Hard Things. We are all in a fight. Everyone's fighting. I'm fighting with Abby. Sister's fighting with us. Everyone's fighting. Nobody's fighting. It's a pretend fight, which are the best fights where you could just scream at everyone and it's pretend. So yeah. right. you can pretend. There's just like a little disgruntledness. Yeah. I think I'm a little tired because I woke up. At, this is a true story. I woke up at 5 a.m. You know why? Why? To paint a picture of a sunset. <laughs> I was so excited. I cannot Really? Sleep. You were you woke yourself up like with excitement? At 5 a.m. To paint. And I can't stop. Wow. I am so excited about this. I've painted 13 paintings. I think I'm going to have an opening in my house. I think <laughs> I'm going to have one of those shows. I'm serious. You're laughing and you think I'm joking. I'm not. No, I'm laughing because you're serious. Yeah. I'm going to put my pictures up and I'm going to make my kids walk around with me. I'm going to wear something flowy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to point at things. I'm She's going to have an opening that nobody comes to. Oh, no, no one's going to come. Children. I'm not going to invite But anyone. here's the thing. I want to acknowledge this because I am so happy for you, Glennon. Okay. You have found something that you enjoy doing as a hobby. You have figured out a hobby. Yes. Something that feels fun. Yes. That literally wakes her up. Yes. Out of excitement from a sleep and that she wakes up and goes and does every morning. And you got, I'm not sure a fire would wake me up at 5 a.m. I Truth. know. Like, and painting is waking you up. I know. And that's I, amazing. I need you, Pod Squad, to understand if you could see, if you could see these paintings. Well, we should post them. I will, but they for sure look like a kindergartner made them. They're Who just, cares? I'm just saying. A like kind it, of advanced, precocious kindergartner. I feel like for sure an advanced kindergartner. If in my kindergarten class someone had made them, I would have been like, these are good. Like if, if the person were five. Mm. But you've right. been learning a lot about what it means to play. She doesn't use the brushes that you would expect a painter to use as much as she uses the paint tool that mixes the paints together. She loves Ooh. using that and because she likes the way that it sounds. It goes squish, squish, squish. And then you can mix 
colors. You get to make your own colors. And now here's what I want to say about this. This is important. I think that people who are trying to figure out what they want, you know how a lot of people like me have throughout their life been so conditioned to figure out like, what's the good thing to do or what's the right thing to do or what should I be doing? Or, and then you lose touch with this thing on the inside that just has preferences. Mm-hmm. I don't know about these so-called preferences that people talk about, mm-hmm. but if you're painting a picture, oh, especially if you're not that good at it. Okay. So you're mm-hmm. like not really drawing anything. <laughs> okay. You're just right. throwing some colors on the thing and you're just whatever. You know what your inside self says? It says, I think there should be some red over there. Mm-hmm. And then you put the red on and you're like, I like that. Or I don't like that so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know who else could be talking. It's just me. Like there's no right or wrong. There's no good or right. bad. I make a picture. Nobody can say whether it's good or bad or right or wrong. They do when I write words. They sure mm-hmm. do. They, have, they sure do. They sure do say it's right or wrong. But with colors, what the hell are people going to say? Do you find it's making it easier for you to make other decisions in your life because it's giving you an opportunity to practice the art of just deciding? Yes. Constantly? Yes, I do. Because like you're mixing colors. Why did you choose those colors exactly. to mix? And then you're putting the colors somewhere on the canvas and you're like, why did I do that? I don't know. I mean, I will say one thing. I do appreciate how much you are supporting and being excited about each painting. I don't love the kids' non-reactions. I feel so excited when I make something and I'm like, look at this. And I just don't think that they are sufficiently I disagree. Excited or impressed. Emma is the most excited for you. That's true. And Tish She's not impressed by much. No, she's not. She's really not impressed. It's just her nature. It's her nature. No. She's like Shania Twain. I know. I don't impress Tish much. Yeah. Today she said, yeah. what is that? I said, it's a sky. It's clearly the sky. And she looked at me like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's why I have to have an opening and make right. them come and talk about each thing. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying, I'm That'll going to an art store later. I'm going to pick out some new colors. If anyone wants to tell me where I could learn more about this, because now I'm just like trying to find random YouTube videos and stuff. But I but then if you learn, you might find out, oh, red doesn't go over there it, because the balance of color should be this way. And then will that ruin it? No, because like I'm looking at people's things and the colors are fading into each other. Like there's stuff I'd like to learn how to do. And techniques. Then, techniques. Techniques, I believe it's called, as we in the art world call them, <laughs> techniques. It's the first present I've gotten you. Yeah. Maybe in our whole relationship that you have really loved. Yeah. I have a little easel. Abby got me a little easel and it's set up on the upstairs table where we're supposed to be eating dinner and there's just paint everywhere and yeah, that's the, drop that's, cloths. Yeah, that's the thing that I think we just need to learn from. There's no drop cloths. There's just... Cloths that are dropped. <laughs> there's like cloths hand towels <laughs> that she has strewn about. And I asked her yesterday, do you think we should get some drop cloths, you know, to put under the and over the furniture? Because... The tool in which you mix the thing, and she likes the way that it sounds. But guess what happens when she mm-hmm. shoo, it's she's strewn it's about? Strewn. It's strewn, strewn about. The paint is getting everywhere, and uh-huh. you know. And it's like so. I'm just up there by myself. I'm singing. I am a lonely painter. I live in a box of paints. I am Joni Mitchell. <laughs> I am just painting. I'm going to become an old lady painter. And I just don't think that there could be anything better. It's a perfect segue. It is. Because you're talking about the discovery of fun. And what are we talking about girls wanting? The funnest fun that ever fun. The girls. Which we had had this weekend. The girls had fun. Just let's hear from Molly. And then we'll tell you all pod squad about the most amazing weekend we Buckle ever had. up, folks. What we in the art world call the most amazing weekend Yes, ever. that's right. <laughs> Hi, Glennon and Abby and sister. This is Molly from North Carolina. I am not in North Carolina at the moment, though. I am at Brandy's Girls Just Want a Weekend, and so are y'all. Um, and the question I had after seeing you at the panel, Glennon, and having you 
talk about how you've been addicted to depriving yourself of things. And this festival is just the opposite of that and seeing yours and Abby's joy and singing closer to fine and you boogieing right across that stage. Just how do we create more spaces like this where we can have so much fun and be together and just have it be, I don't know, the opposite of depriving ourselves of things. Thanks for sharing your joy and loved Tish's performance too. Bye. Hmm. That's good. What does Molly speak of? Tell us. Tell the people. Okay. So girls just want a weekend. How do we even begin to describe this? Okay. Brandy Carlisle and Catherine Carlisle Mm -hmm. began this. Oh my God. Festival. It's a festival. It is. It's a festival. It is. They do a couple different ones, but this one's called Girls Just Want a Weekend. And it's always in Mexico. And basically. It is. This was the fifth one. The this fifth year. one. Yeah. Fifth one. This is the first one we've gotten to. Mm-hmm. And we went because Tish was invited to perform. Mm-hmm. Because Tish is working with Brandy. Tish is releasing an EP called When We're Older in March. And she's been working with Brandy. Brandy's her mentor. It's a, just a really incredible situation. Yeah. March 1st. Download it, please. Right. So. Stream it. Brandy is like Tish's other mom now. Brandy and Kath, by mm-hmm. the way. Tish has a lot of freaking moms, okay? So this is like 5,000 queer women, really, is what it is. It's yeah, well, queer folks. Queer I wouldn't folks, say women. Right, yeah. queer Lots of humans. trans and non-binary folks also. But not exclusively. It's for queer-minded people. Yeah. Right, that's good. Queer-minded. That's yeah, Because right. yeah, there, like there were some straight families there. There were. Yeah. There were. I mean, my husband was up in there. Oh, and my God. he was loving it. There's a bunch of straight folks too, but everyone is is queer-minded, I would say. Right. So it's an entire weekend where everybody in this one place is there because of Brandy and Kath and the vibe of this place, which is just pure love and inclusion and acceptance and celebration and music and freedom. And I don't know how to describe it. It feels like Brandy and Catherine, they probably went to and participated in the Lilith Fair in the 90s. And I believe that this Girls Just Want a Weekend is a new festival idea born out of the desire to create those same spaces that Sarah McLaughlin made mm-hmm. for women in the late 90s with Lilith Fair. To me, it feels like this little bubble that you can opt into And it's just a bubble of acceptance. You come as you are and Mm -hmm. you can be whoever and express yourself in whatever way you feel necessary and you will be celebrated. Yes. Honestly, I don't think I've ever been to an environment and experienced something like that. The origin of it is Brandy and Catherine's, I mean, just almost reckless generosity. generosity. Oh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, they are like uh, conductors mm-hmm. of the experience. They're like conducting and bringing people in. Like there are 50 musicians that are on all the stages at different times and they are all handpicked by Brandy and Kath and they are invited to do whatever they want to do that is the most celebratory of their moment. And they, everybody's on stage together and it feels like this, thing that everything could go wrong at any second because it feels like chaos, but it is actually magical. Brandy just believes in every single person so much that she gives them absolute honor and freedom. And then everybody just becomes their most magical self because of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So people like Celise was there. I mean, Celise, I had my first Hi, Celise. We talked and you are an avid listener of this podcast and we want to have you on. So we love you so much and you're the best. I mean, I just watched Celise with my jaw on the ground. Like Celise should be the most famous musician in the world. Celise is doing something that is beyond what I've seen before. I don't know. Everyone just needs to go see Celise somewhere. Mm-hmm. After Celise leaves, I'm crying because I'm just keep crying. Real tears, real tears, real not tears. even fake crying. 
Then Janelle Monet comes on the stage. Now, I don't know. Is Janelle Monet a human being? I'm not sure of it. I don't think so. Yeah, it feels like they're from a different planet. They're so special. Just this, I don't know. I don't think we could even just call it a musical experience. It was theatrics. It was mm-hmm. fashion. It was love. It was queerness. It was feminism. It was... How Janelle would- Monet kept <sighs> my wife, Glennon, up until two o'clock in the morning. I, that's never been done before. No. Without drugs. Like, okay, so no. I was... I was checking in with Glennon at nine and at 10 and Janelle goes on at 10 o'clock. And I was like, honey, like we have a, a shuttle to go back to the room. If you want to get on 10, 15, she said, yeah, I just want to see a little bit of Janelle. And I go to see her and I am spent. We've been outside all day. My body needs to go. I'm shutting it down. So I'm like, honey, like, you know, the shuttle's here. She said, I'm going to stay. Glennon and I are in bed every single night at eight or eight thirty at the latest. That's true. And our we are our eyes are closed and we are sleeping at nine, nine thirty at the latest. Tignataro texted us when it was four thirty in her first it just said, I'm sorry to wake you guys up, but I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. And so she just said, No, I'm gonna stay. And our kids wanted to stay because they're huge Janelle Manoy fans. So I'm like, are you guys gonna be able to get home? Like I don't know how you're gonna get home. I, I I'm going to sleep. Good luck. And they stayed until 1130 or 12 o'clock. And then you couldn't find your rides home until 1. Oh, 1:30. no, I was so lost. I was so lost. It was awful. Like the afterwards was awful, but it was worth it because Janelle Monet is doing something that no one's doing. Like Janelle Monet is like, you know, Prince or like yeah. Jimi Hendrix or like just doing something totally brand new. Yeah. And it is just one of the most powerful things and most beautiful things I've ever seen. And the the Celeste Janelle one-two punch just had me out, laid out. I'll I'll tell you what, Katie Tunstall, her energy Mm -hmm. is so outrageous. It's how I thought in high school that if I ever met Matt Damon, he would want to marry me. (laughs) I was like, KT and I would be such good friends. Well, I believe that. I 100% believe that. You have similar energy. She was ridiculous and Mm -hmm. so silly and she was giggling and she was brilliant. And I was like, I, I love her. Love her. Everyone was perfect. And it just the joy infusion Mm -hmm. everywhere for everyone there and all of the people, everyone that you talk to was like, this is my favorite weekend of the year. What is that? It's like the performers are so amazing, but something was happening for every person there yeah, that was unique to that weekend. If you can get to that show, get to it. But what are the elements of that place that people can, like Molly's saying, how do we create more of that in our lives? Like what were the elements that you can like reconstruct mm-hmm. to make happen in your life? Okay. We flew in on Thursday and Tish performed on Friday and I saw a friend who's a trans man, and we were having this conversation about the environment and how amazing it is to feel like you're not going to get any weird looks or weird comments or Mm -hmm. you're not considering if I hold my wife's hand here, it won't be seen. It's not like a revolution. It's you are now in a majority. And Mm -hmm. so like being in an environment where you feel like you are a part of this majority feels like it's altering for me. It's like, Oh, this is hope for our future. Like kind of creating more of these spaces as we go on in our humanity, but like specifically walking into a bathroom and having Mm -hmm. 10 out of 20 people in line be butch lesbians. And that there's no, I'm like yelling right now because it's so important to me to literally walk into an, a bathroom and to not feel stress, to be in, in a majority. So I, I felt like I was going to have people on, on my side if there were any weird looks, which of course there weren't. Mm-hmm. And then even in the airport, <laughs> when oh, yes. we were leaving. The airport was packed. The, the yes. airport was like packed with all mm-hmm. of these folks that were at the festival. And I don't know, it's just like safety is a word, but hopeful. Mm -hmm. Is it the absence of the alternate gaze? 
Is it like when you're in a place like that, there is no patriarchal gaze to navigate. It's like you're the the reality is just this. You're not, oh, are we going to have to deal with that? We're being too much and we're going to get some looks because we're being too much or we're dressed crazy and people are going to have feelings about that. That you're, you're always trying to navigate yourself versus the gays coming at you. And there isn't, mm-hmm. the gays didn't exist. There's something you about that. You just got the gays gaze in that. The gays are going to gaze. Yeah. It's the magic of centering. Yeah. That's all it is. The magic of being the center, being the gaze. You're mm-hmm. suddenly having, I think it's not having the double consciousness. It's like yes. you can actually be present, fully present. Yeah. Because you are not split, which mm-hmm. is why every marginalized group has to have space until the world is different, mm-hmm. has to have space where they are centered, where they are only worried about their own gaze because it's the only time where you don't have to be split in terms of, am I safe? What are they thinking? What do I look like? And that is such a gift I found, to offer people. I found this thing happening when I would see like a straight family, like mm-hmm. a straight couple with some kids. I'd walk up to them. I'm like, wow, <laughs> are you're you lost? here. This is amazing. And they're like, we love Brandy so much. And oftentimes it was the wife's, you know, Brandy is her favorite artist. And the husband comes and the husband is like decked out in all of his gear. And the kids are like, I don't know. It just feels like a glimpse into a possible future. Yeah. A dream. Yeah. Right. So many things in our lives change, but not our love for Viore clothing. I love this ad. We're so glad that they continue to support the show. It's true. Abby is obsessed with Viore. I am a little bit too. Do you think you have a favorite item? Ugh. They're t-shirts. They never get less soft. They're just perfect for everything, for going to dinner, for actively going for a walk, for working out, whatever you want to do. They're the I, best. Sleep actually, in them. You you wear them to work out and you wear them out to dinner. That is true. I wear Viore tops all day, every and day. And you wear them under suits and you wear them yes. to bed. It's everything. Okay. I mean, I love them, but it's not easy to find clothes that look sleek and feel comfortable. I mean, I can use them everywhere and anywhere I go. Viori is an investment in your happiness. I promise you. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase, plus free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash hard things. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash hard things. You won't be sorry. Think about how delicately you hold your baby, you dress your baby, and you feed your baby. We do that because they're adorable, of course, but also because their skin is delicate. Know this. There is only one diaper brand that we recommend to give you the gentle protective care your little one needs. And that's Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Their Swaddler's Diaper absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin dry, healthy, and beautiful. And when you use Swaddlers in tandem with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, you'll keep your baby's skin healthy. The wipes are made from 100% plant-based cloth, and you won't have to worry about tearing. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. That's right. So download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. So let's take them through y'all. Tish is performing. Okay. Mm. We're at a pool. It's a huge pool and there's a stage in front of the pool and there are what do you think a couple thousand people mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. in the pool smushed into the pool together oh. waiting for tish to perform you can't see water it's just thousands of people in the pool in inner tubes looking at the stage yeah. right that in itself was wild well and yeah. to be clear there's two different stages there's like a main stage and then also a pool stage so right. tish was playing on the pool stage and later at night, there's a main stage stuff that Tish also performed on. So, yeah. So, 
Tish plays her set. Okay, she plays Michelle. She plays the chase. She plays Damage. Sober. Yeah, which nobody's heard Sober yet, but Damage came out uh, uh, that day that we were there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then Tish, and Brandy's up there with her singing because they've produced these songs together and they're just unbelievable. When they sing together, it's just... De- yeah, deadly. Listen to the tracks, especially come March first when Tish's EP drops. Listen to the background vocals. Oh my! It's God. Brandy Carlisle, y'all. Yeah, it's crazy. So what? Tish goes, "All right, I want to do something." She's on stage. She's like, "I want to sing a song that I never sing, but I have a feeling that it's a song that all y'all are going to want to hear." And she looks out, and I mean, she's looking at what. Like, 2040 to 50 year old lesbian. So she knows that this is my mom's demo. Okay. I am in my mom's place now. And she says, I don't play this song often because I wrote it when I was much younger. When and, she was in eighth grade, she said. Yeah. And now I feel so different as a musician and I don't feel like it reflects who I am now. So I don't play it, but I want to play it for you all today. So my sister, Amanda, Abby, and I are sitting by the pool. Craig is there. You guys, our whole family was there. Emma Chase was there. It was his 21st birthday that day. Bobby and Alice, John, everybody was there. And so she starts singing. I walk through fire. I came out the other side. She starts singing the Weekend Too Hard thing song. Okay. Brandy's singing. Tisha's singing. Y'all. 2,000 people in the pool start singing we can do hard things and they know every word yeah that was so magic sister and i and abby are just holding on to each other yeah watching tish and brandy sing to these people who are all our people pod squad people singing back to us singing this we can do hard things song that our daughter has written from our work like it just Talk about a slice of heaven for us on earth. It was, it was incredible. We can do hard things. All of them singing. Oh my God. It was so beautiful. That was as close to magic as you can get Mm -hmm. right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to be clear, Tish wrote that song with the voice of you. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't something that she, the lyrics of course, I'm sure she feels them on some level, but she doesn't feel like a, a real ownership over that song. So she feels a little bit like a fraud when she plays it because it's not like really her stuff. It's Glennon's stuff. It's like a cover of Glennon's. Exactly. She feels like it's yeah. a cover. Yeah. And so it, yeah. it was so touching to me that she did this. It, it felt like a gift that she was giving Glennon yes. and me and you, sister. And honestly, it was so fun because not many people yet know all the lyrics to all of Tish's songs that she's released. Mm-hmm. She's obviously still a very new musician. And so for her to choose to do this was also a gift to like the audience because mm-hmm. they could be in participation and for them to be singing out loud. Like it was just, I know that this feels like, so not a big deal maybe to a listener, but it was a big deal to yeah. our family. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. And then, so after that, we went to this panel if you want to know what this uh, festival is like and the caliber of people who go to this festival, in the middle of the resort day where people are just doing music and having beautiful times with their families, we did a racial justice panel with, we're talking about black women and white women. It was Alison Russell, the incredible angel mm. on earth, Alison Russell. Um, and Celise was on the panel and Annie Lennox and me. So it was just like really just four musical legends up there. And um, <laughs> four. And it's <laughs> not a musical legend. Probably <laughs> 3000 people came to it. Yeah, there was a lot of stopped people their day to come to a racial justice panel and sat in the sweltering heat. And we had a freaking beautiful conversation. So that's the panel to which Molly was referring to in the beginning. Yeah. And it was incredible. And, you know, just for people who might not be huge into the music scene, I wouldn't consider myself somebody who's huge into the music scene. It's so fun to, like, learn about musicians. And also, they have tons of other activities that are happening throughout the day. They have meditation. They have yoga. They have, like, learning how to songwrite, learning 
soccer, basketball. There's all these events that they schedule mm-hmm. into these four days. They have 12 step meetings. They have brandioke, karaoke. They have lip sync contests. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of things happening that you can participate in or, or, you know, obviously opt out. But what you need to know, Pod Squatters, is that the weekend culminates in what is called Ladies of the 80s. Okay. <laughs> and so what this is, is the last night of the festival. And each performer throughout the weekend chooses an 80s song to perform with Brandy's band, with the twins, with the whole band, which is just Matt Chamberlain. is the, He's like the best drummer in the world. And he's back there. And <laughs> Phil and Tim are play all the sister strings who yeah. are just these incredible musicians who, by the way, I didn't even know they have like the best voices in the world also. Yep. They, mm-hmm. they performed. Everybody picks a song. Okay, so Tish performed Heaven is a Place on Earth, mm-hmm. obviously. Linda Carlisle. Ooh, baby, do, do you know, know what that's worth? Except it sounded good. And so, <laughs> and we are Not all- Not like that just did. It sounded good. Right. Yeah. So a few days before we're on the phone with Brandy talking about something else and Brandy just says, also, will you and Abby perform Closer to Fine with me and Catherine on stage? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, obviously that's a hell yes. I actually forgot to tell Abby about it. Yeah. Okay. Which was my bad. Yeah. But. She says to me the day of, oh, you know that we're doing Closer to Fine tonight. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's later. It's the 80s. We're all dressed up. And I was like, well, I don't have I don't have an outfit. I brought five tutus. I don't have an outfit. She's like, I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you we we're doing this. And I was like, ah, OK. So I had to like makeshift a silly, funny thing in my outfit. Which was amazing because Abby had on just pants and a T-shirt. And then she had a sign on herself that she safety pinned on herself that said, I'm a lesbian. I've been dressing like this since the 80s, which was a huge hit. It was a huge hit. Yes. However. had a great time because I peaked in the 80s. So I knew exactly what to do. I had a big You did not peak in the 80s. Tutu. I had my rainbow leg warmers. I had four-inch heels with spikes on them. I had a huge Brett Michaels-like wig. You I, were crushing it. Thank you. But not but as much as who? Sister did sister. a better job. Sister. Sister won the day. Okay. She Pat Benatar'd herself. Oh, my God. More than Pat Benatar could. Pod Squad, don't worry. We will put um, pictures. pictures of this for you to see. She had a black spiky wig on. She had a leotard with her sparkly hose underneath. I say to her, I see this outfit laid up on the, the bed. I look at the outfit. I say to her, I have one question, and I'm really hoping for a specific answer. My question is this. Where are your pants? And she says, no pants. <laughs> and I say that is the answer. I was hoping for. So, <laughs> no pants. I will also say that I found out about the 80s costume the day before we were leaving, mm-hmm. that we were supposed to have costumes. But don't worry, because in the 37 bins that I have in my attic, I was able to find <laughs> all of those items that I was wearing during that time. Vindicated. So I know that it's a bit much to have 87 bins in your attic, but lo and behold, sometimes it pays off. That's right. That's right. So here's what happened, y'all. Okay. The performances are so amazing. Annie Lennox kicks it off with Sweet Dreams. Brandy is up there just decked out, bright red hair, your rhythmics outfit. Everybody is decked out. All the songs just start coming. They're all incredible. We get a text. It's time for you to get up to stage. Tish, Abby, and I are all in the holding area. It's about to be our time, okay? Abby and I are about to go on stage because Tish is after us. To sing closer to fine, the Indigo Girls. And there's like 5,000 people. And by the way, everybody, Pod Squad, this is my first time back on any stage for over a year. I haven't set my little feet on a stage because I promised myself I would not do that during recovery. I would only focus on what I'm looking at, not being looked at. Okay. (laughs) 
So I was feeling a little bit nervous. I remember saying to you, what am I supposed to do? What, how am I supposed to do with my hands? I figured out right beforehand that we were not lip syncing, that Brandy actually expected us to sing words out loud. Well, that was your choice. I lip synced the whole thing. I was not (laughs) singing into a microphone. I I knew that. I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to hype man it up. That's what I, and that's what I did. So the next thing we know, Kath is standing by us. It's our turn to go out. We go out on stage. The crowd is freaking amazing. Closer to fine starts. And really, I don't know what to say other than just all of my dreams came true. Your body knew. The rock star in you came alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything but but your voice. No offense. Right. That was rough. (laughs) But like you are in body and in spirit, I think that you are a rock star. It's kind of cruel to give me that dream, but then to not give me the tools which I need <laughs> and then, to become on. one. So like at first, Glenn and I were kind of dancing around, doing these fun things. I did a little lift with her. And then eventually Catherine and Brandy realized that we, in fact, weren't really singing in the microphones. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Brandy. They were like, shit, we have to sing like yeah, a lot. Yes. Yeah. And so Brandy, of course, she was carrying the song, which. As she should. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. She kind of like tells Glennon, sing <gasps> in your microphone. She goes, Glennon. And then she stops singing. Yeah. So it's just me. So then I sing words. And but then, then I have. <laughs> and it like back. It, it scared like, went me. Like, yeah. Yeah. It scared and me. And then she goes, oh my God, I can hear You're myself. My, That's yeah. what she said to the whole crowd. I oh said that. Oh my God, I can hear myself. Like it was, she, it was like the first time she's ever used a microphone. Well, but like God sing. was like, at first there was some feedback because it was like, yeah. and then God was like trying to tell her, no, no. Stop singing. Just keep dancing. That was enough. Yeah. That was enough. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun. And so wonderful. Did you think that it was good when you were watching it? I she was like, I can't say it was good. A gape. <laughs> a gape. Okay. A gape. Okay. I was standing there with Emma and Bobby and Alice just watching y'all like, oh, oh my God. You were just so full of joy mm-hmm. and just abandoned. Just yeah. abandoned. Abandoned. Yes. Then. But not as much them. as the following song. <laughs> okay. Well, the following song was That Tish. one really took it right yeah. to the next level. Tish went on stage Tish and we sat next. off stage watching Tish for the next song. Yes. And she, she was amazing. She, was she amazing. sang Heaven on Earth with Brandy, Brandy and they were so beautiful and Tish looked like a little rainbow bright on stage, although she didn't know what a rainbow bright was, so Brandy had to explain to her what a rainbow <laughs> bright was. And then they sang together and it was tear-inducing It was so amazing. And then Tish comes off stage and I'm yeah. like, all right, you, right, I'll take you down. So to- then it's time for us to leave stage, you guys. And this suddenly feels unacceptable to me. <laughs> You're like, I have just started to live my lifelong dream. So this is why it became doubly unacceptable to me, which I feel like a lot of my friends will understand. Sister Strings walks out on stage. And then the first few notes of salt and pepper. Boom, push it. Boom, 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 And Glennon, baby. And I say, oh, hell no. I am not leaving. I am going back. I cannot. My body can't leave. My body cannot leave the stage. Next thing I know, Gina Gershon, I'm sitting with, I'm standing with Gina Gershon. She goes, she's Tina Turner out. Okay, she's got this wig on. She's just performed. She's 80s out. She is also not ready to leave the stage. I could see it in her eyes. She wants to be out there. She goes, mm-hmm. let's just go. Let's just go. I said, out there. Mm-hmm. We're going to go out there. And I say, yes, let's do it. Let's just do it. The next thing I know, Pod Squad, I don't know what to say to you about what happened next. Yeah. Yeah. Like you Buckle guys, up, folks. what you'll understand is sister and Abby look both a little sad right now <laughs> because what, what I did on stage, I think that there's a difference between the way I experienced it and the way other people experienced it. Okay. <laughs> I danced yeah. with my whole soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I want you to know is that from my mind, when I was on stage, 
I would have bet every penny that everyone in the audience was having a communal revelation thinking, oh my God, Glennon is the best dancer we've ever seen. Yeah, that's how you thought. <laughs> it looked It looked like you thought that out there. <laughs> it looked like you thought that. For yeah. sure, it did. It did yeah. look like you thought that. Yeah. I was... You were unapologetic. Okay, hold on. I was twerking. No, 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 no. Can you define twerking? The problem is you don't don't even know what you were doing. It was not gyrating. Yeah. Okay. You were, you were, it was repeated (laughs) and, and enthusiastic pelvic thrusting. Yeah. Just nonstop. Like a sledgehammer <laughs> across the stage. Yeah, across I mean, the stage. Brandy told you and Gina to stay over here by I the know. backup singers and dance over here. We this. couldn't. We thought maybe that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> we thought maybe Brandy just didn't know what we had in store. <laughs> what you could accomplish. Why would out there? anyone want us to stay on the wings? Yeah. All right. So we did not listen to that. She was laughing. She was laughing during the song. Who it was? was? So Brandy was. Brandy. She was? Yeah. Oh, my yes. God. I seriously should probably apologize. Anyway. Yeah. So I'm walking Tished out to the rest of the family out in the crowd. Right. While you're starting the escapade of not twerking. The, right. The gyrating. Of the Stage gyrating. crashing. The confident gyrating. Yeah. But then when you get off, I actually, I, I realize she's going to stay out there. <laughs> If yes, I don't go gonna get her. Hook you her came and back got in. me. So I had to go get you. I got dragged off stage. Okay? I was like, honey, we just got to go with our family. And you were like, oh, man. But, <laughs> but, but, but here yeah. we go. It looked like somebody doused her with a whole gallon of water. She had so much sweat. Yeah. On her body. Yeah. And her Those clothes. Those pelvises don't thrust themselves, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Bobby, my little nephew, who I Sister's love son. with my whole heart. Ammo said that Bobby came up to her after push it. Concerned. With a very concerned look on his face. He's and said, Do you think that Dee Dee got a little bit out of control up there? I'm Dee Dee. I'm Aunt Dee Dee. And he was really concerned that I had taken it too far, that I had embarrassed the family beyond <laughs> what we were going to recover from. Well, he's never seen you out of control. Right. He's never right. seen you. Honestly, that was as close as surprised right. about you that I've ever been watching you do that. Like, <laughs> I was like, I am surprised. <laughs> and I've never been surprised by you. I know. So I have it. He was, he was surprised. I mean, he might have Very been a little, surprised. a little traumatized if we're going to use the correct terminology. Yeah, I think he was a little traumatized. Yeah. And then Emma goes, mom, mama, mama afterwards. Do you think that they're going to worry about your sobriety? <laughs> <laughs> That's what my daughter said to me. Because nobody in their sober state. No, this is how, like, I can imagine a child looking at this. Nobody would think that she was sober. <laughs> nobody. Nobody here thinks that my mom could be sober and she lives a sober life. And well, all these people think she's fallen off the wagon. But no, folks, we are here to assure you Glennon was sober and she finally, and I think that this is a huge success, finally let go. I know. And surrendered to an out of controlness of embodiment. Like you were completely in your body. That's exactly right. And nobody said, what I realized is that nobody promised it's going to be pretty when you reach full embodiment. <laughs> okay? It doesn't, apparently, it doesn't have to be pretty. But it doesn't matter. I know. You guys, it doesn't I, matter. I mean, coming full circle, like, what is it about that space, Brandy and Kath? Yeah. It's like, I remember Brandy's face going, okay, Glennon, this is what she does with everybody. She believes in somebody. Mm-hmm. And then she brings them into a big situation. And then she says, go, do your thing. Mm-hmm. And you feel so fucking loved and so honored and so safe. And you believe in yourself because Brandy believes in you. Mm-hmm. I mean, she probably doesn't anymore, but she <laughs> did once. But she always does once. Bye.
there's a lot of subscription-based stuff nowadays, which is great. You might get one as a gift. You might really want to try something during a trial period. You might even make the occasional impulse buy. But what happens when you forget you signed up for this platform or need to cancel after the trial period on the platform? For me, I can never even find where I signed up to begin with. It gets overwhelming, but Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash hard things. That's rocketmoney.com slash hard things. Rocketmoney.com slash hard things. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. I know I've been there before and I feel like I'm always expected to know everything despite having all of these questions. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, good news. Now all that info is in one place on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools with info like student-to-teacher ratios. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Pod Squad, some of what we share with you on the show are our individual unique experiences in therapy and the takeaways that help us grow, appreciate each other, and navigate this beautiful life we're doing together. Thank you for doing it with us. But the things we talk about in therapy itself, these are things we wouldn't necessarily share with just anyone. I think there are a few things more important than finding the right person to share your deepest thoughts, feelings, and questions with like a therapist. That's why we are thrilled about Alma's support of our show. They're big believers that you need the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. Alma helps you to find a therapist who gets you based on your needs, someone with whom you'll feel comfortable, heard, secure. Plus, and this shouldn't be overlooked, over 96% of therapists at Alma accept insurance because you want to pick someone based on the right fit, not just based on finances. You can browse their directory now. You don't even need to create an account. Visit helloalma.com slash hard things to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash hard things. I think that that's one of the things that I find so fascinating about Brandy and Catherine. They have the utmost faith that whatever is supposed to happen will happen. Yes. And mm-hmm. that is why they feel like they can get a hundred people on a stage in a night. And no matter how it looks or turns out, it is exactly what should be happening. And that kind of faith is in the people. It's not the product. It's like, believing in the people. Yeah. And I think that that's what makes them so special is, of course, so many of the people there, they're extraordinary musicians and what, I mean, obviously we aren't, but <laughs> but it's not about the music. Right. Specifically, it's about the creation of something unique and different and everybody's sets and everybody's moments. It's like writing in the sand. I mean, Brandy yeah. talked about that. This thing is only going to happen this one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so be here and be present and open yourself up to this one experience that will never be created again. Because even next year's festival is going to be different in some yeah. way. There'll be different people there. And there's a letting go and a surrendering to it all that I just find stunning. I feel like I'm learning a lot from Catherine and Brandy about that. Yeah. It's a complete loss of self-consciousness, yes. which is like 
mm-hmm. for me, the rarest thing on the planet mm-hmm. to be so in a moment that you lose awareness of the way you're being viewed and received. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what happened to you on stage is that you were like, (laughs) I'm just doing what feels and what I want, like with zero regard for whatever I'm trying to project. Mm -hmm. And that lack of self-consciousness is the same thing we talked about in the beginning of like when you don't have another gaze Mm -hmm. that you are calibrating coming towards you and you're only worried about your gaze out, like how you feel and what you want. It's a completely different experience than if you are weighing the math of what I want within the formula of what the people looking at me want. Yes. The outcome is always different. And I think that it, for me personally, with my journey lately, it's a beautiful, I have to figure this out. I have to think about it more, but I think I just thought stage was a place I can't be. That is too much. Look at me. That is too much thinking about what other people are thinking. It's just, I thought that's the literal definition of it. Why would I want to be on a stage when I'm working on embodiment? Why was that the place that I felt the most embodied in the last year. I want to keep thinking about it because your perspective has shifted, honey. Yeah. But it's not just any stage. It's a stage in that community of comfort with the faith of the person who invited you with no pretext, with no direction, with no agenda, Mm -hmm. who said, just be you and do what you want. Mm -hmm. You were in costume. So you were already out of character. You were able to be whatever the hell you wanted to be. You had gorgeous music. That means a lot to you. You were Mm -hmm. with your wife. It's like a perfect storm of those elements to be as free as you can be. And an amazing environment to like learn that A, that is possible on stage and B, how can we try and recreate the feeling that you had, the acceptance that you had to have with yourself to be able to go be completely yourself? Yeah. I mean, we talk all the time about how do we create families, friendships, environments where everyone feels held and free because we so often have to do one or the other, right? We can have community, we can be held, but there's certain rules that we have to follow, certain ways we have to be. We are not free to like release our individual selves within that community Mm -hmm. because our belonging is tied to towing a line. Or we can have individuality. We can be weirdos. We can be misfits. We can be whatever. But that usually means we sacrifice the community, the belonging. And so Brandy and Kath have created this place where everybody has community and feels so held. And it's almost a prerequisite of it to be weird, to bring your whatever weird means to you, to be fully your individual self too. I mean, right before we went on stage, I said to you, I said to Abby, how do I crowd surf? I want to crowd surf. (laughs) And Abby was like, here's the thing. No, no. Well, no. I mean, if you guys knew how much distance from the stage to the people, there was like a big gap, like a 20 foot gap between the stage and where people could catch her. I'm like, that's a no go. Like you, you wouldn't ever make, I wouldn't make it. But the point is, I wanted to crowd surf because I was like, I actually want to be held by these people. I trust these people to pass my little self around. Like it is magic to feel complete. I mean, these people, we put our 17 year old daughter in front of these people and they're like holding her. I don't know. I think that what I truly believe based on all the people I've seen doing work out in the world that what Brandy Carlisle and Catherine, like the way they live their lives is the most revolutionary way of life and community and celebration and inclusivity that I've ever seen. Yeah. It feels like they're doing it in a way I feel super awed and inspired by. Just knowing them and talking to them and, and then getting to experience the festival in real life felt like that was like, I understood them more because Mm -hmm. you could see not only that it has taken five years to develop to what it was this year, but you can see the tender love and care 
and the painstaking details that they have kind of curated. The work, the work. It looks so wild and wonderful, and it is, but the amount of discipline and work that they put into making it that way, that thing between like making it happen and then letting it happen, like what they yeah. do, how they live their life to, you know what they have is they have faith. Yeah. They have faith in people. They have faith in music. They have faith in the moment. And whatever that is, is the opposite of control. Whatever happens there feels like the opposite of what I'm trying to get rid of in my life. It feels like trusting. It feels like trust. Yeah. And there's a lot of structure and control that goes into creating a container yes. into which everyone can let go of control. Mm-hmm. And that container is the thing that I think folks can replicate, whether it's at this festival or something else. What I heard from so many people talking to them is like, this is the weekend that gets me through the year. Mm-hmm. This is the place that we all come and we recharge and we go back. And it's like, Folks need a container of time where they know I am saving that for Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. That is my time with my friends. That is my time to show up for myself, Mm -hmm. to do the thing I need to do. And if we wait for a container to be passed to us, it never will be. But if you mark it and you say every year at this time or every six months, I don't even know what I'm going to fill this container with but I'm marking it and holding it because Mm -hmm. I know that I need to fill it up with something, then that's where the beauty comes from. But I think that's what they're creating a container Mm. for everyone to come and let whatever happen happen. Yeah. And I think people can do that in their lives. Yeah. I, I, I think it's very rare. They've built a community that people trust them and then they know, and it's not like it's going to be perfect. I know. It's so brave. That's what freaks me out. I don't even want to like, like if someone comes up and talks to me, I'm like scared. I'm requiring too much of them just for standing there for five minutes. I'm like, oh, oh my God, God, how do I get us out of this? Sorry. I don't, I'm totally. They, I can't host a dinner party because I'm like how audacious it would be to suggest that they the would best thing come. you could do with tonight was to come to my house. Is everyone having enough fun? Is it okay? And she's like, can 5,000 people travel to a different country and I swear to God, they're going to have a great time. She's like, like, no problem. That's audacious as hell. Think about how many things go wrong. There's has to be. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a million things that go wrong. I'm sure there's people that aren't happy. I'm sure, whatever. Like, I'm sure there's, and they just do it because they think it's worth it. And so they take on responsibility for all of those people's experience. That is what it is. Damn, that's so good. So few people take on responsibility for other people's experiences. And I know it's different for musicians, but that feels like, oh, I don't have to be responsible here. Somebody else has got this for Mm -hmm. us. And it might not be perfect, but that's not the expectation. Right. Mm -hmm. Perfection is not the expectation. No, it's just that you're going to have an experience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We love you, Brandon Kath. We love all of you. I just hope we can all find spaces or make spaces where we feel... Also, can I give myself a little shout out? Yes, yes, please. Okay, so on the last night, Tish's management team had her QR code, like little business cards essentially made up for her. And she forgot to bring them to her pool stage set to pass out for people to download her new music or whatever. And so on the very last night, we still had this huge stack of them to give out. And so I was like, Tish, I'm going to go out there into the masses of folks. And I'm just going to start handing out your QR code to get people to download. So I just started walking around. I was just mama during big time. And people kept coming up to me asking me, can I have a picture? And I was like, for sure, but you just got to take your phone out and I need to see you stream her song right now. <laughs> I just totally shamelessly was marketing oh. for Tishy Bear. You're such a good Abby mama. is the new... Chris, Chris Kardashian. Chris Jenner. But I think Jenner. Uh, same haircut. Didn't she go back to Kardashian? Oh, I don't know. We're like the Kardashians, but we're like the Kardashians because we deep. <laughs> okay. 
It was beautiful. She was like, do you want to come around? We'll just tell people we're going to take pictures if they download Tisha's song. And I was like, I would never do that. Like, what if I walked up to someone and was like, I'll take a picture with you. And they were like, who the fuck are you? Why would I want a picture with you? No, that's brave. That was so brave. I know, but that to was be clear, brave. 95% of the people I saw knew Tish and already had her downloaded. No, so that that's so amazing. Sweet. Yeah. There were 5% people that were like, oh, Tish? Is yours? That was so cool. They didn't even know that Tish Melton was our kid. They've been oh, listening to her cool. music. But I they know. like knew her and they knew the songs. It's crazy. Um, and that's like, She's I can't so believe too. Tish gets to have this life. I can't believe she gets to be part of like Brandy's family and be part of this traveling situation. And I, it's just, okay. All right. We're going to stop. Yep. We love you, Brandy. We love you, Kath. We love all of you that were there this weekend. Thank you for taking such good care of our family. And maybe we could crowd surf next year. And we can do hard things. We'll see you next time. And if you have good ideas about how you create these spaces in your life, call us because people need this. If you do this in your life in a different way, call us and tell us how you do it and how you get your out of controlness and how you get your fun and your joy. The phone number is 747-200-5307. Call us and tell us how you get your out of control fun, how you fill yourself up. What's your container? Tell us all the things. And also go stream Tish's music. I don't know how. Go to Best Buy and buy the CD. Or no. No, 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 no. She has no CDs out. All right. Well, she, whatever. Just go to any streaming service, one of your DSPs, whether it's Spotify, Apple Music or whatever, and click add so that she becomes part of your library and then play her songs. March 1st. What does DSP stand for? Those are all those streamers. Oh. It's like the oh. fancy way of saying that. Yeah, you really, you've been waiting this whole time to say DSP, haven't you? Yeah, I've I've been waiting this whole time to say Best Buy. You guys, I've learned a lot. Circuit City. I've learned a lot. Circuit City, Best Buy. I don't even. (laughs) Circuit Zero. My God. I told you I peaked in the 80s. Tower Records. Okay. All right. (laughs) Bye. 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 If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to us if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do these three things. First, can you please follow or subscribe to We Can Do Hard Things? Following the pod helps you because you'll never miss an episode and it helps us because you'll never miss an episode. To do this, just go to the We Can Do Hard Things show page on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and then just tap the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner or click on follow. This is the most important thing for the pod. While you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and review and share an episode you loved with a friend, we would be so grateful. We appreciate you very much. We Can Do Hard Things is produced in partnership with Cadence 13 Studios. I give you Tish Melton and Brandy Carlisle. I walked through fire, I came out the other side. I chased desire, I made sure I got what's mine. I continue to Fuck.
Some time.